0: And welcome to episode 56 of the Galactic Dads Podcast. It's here, we've been waiting for it for years. It is the release of the Snyder Cut. Today we'll be covering that and almost nothing else. Uh, But we hope you guys stick around, enjoy it. Of course, we'll have beers of the week and some dad jokes for you. So let's go. Five, four, three,
1: two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out?
2: The Galactic Dads Podcast. A podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek. Dad life. I
1: am the father.
2: And beyond. Language.
0: All right, everybody. What is up? I am B. I am back again. I'm super hyped for today's episode because it is finally... The release of the Snyder Cut today is March 18th uh, for a little while longer. By the time you hear this, it will be the 19th, the day after. And we'll all be enjoying a four-hour-long hangover. Not me. Not you. (laughs) Not me. Not me. But listen, of course, I am not alone. I am joined by the man that you heard, and that is production Matt. What's going on, big guy? Uh, What's up, man? I am going to be completely honest with everybody and yeah. even write show notes on an agenda
3: today because we know what to talk about we know
0: exactly what we're going to talk about but we'll sprinkle in some of the stuff you guys love uh but first and foremost we're going to talk it's, about who else is still here yep and who is it who is it anybody want to guess just yell it take, take a guess yell at your headphones yell at your radio yeah. wherever you listen to us really loud and so if we can you hear said you. anything besides Jedi John, you'd be wrong. So, what's up, Jedi John? How's it going, guys? I'm just really excited to be here. I am excited to talk about Snyder Cut. I mean, there's a lot of really awesome stuff. Today is the day, though, where I know we put out on the Twitter earlier. It is the day of how far in did you get today? Because a lot of us were at work. Some of us were watching it in between breaks. Uh, A couple of us watched it in the wee hours of the morning before work. Some were getting bothered by their
3: bosses because you were, you know, yeah, had had to work. Could,
0: Could you? come do your job that you get paid for. And I was like, Snyder cut, send me an email. And uh, I got fired. So cool. Here we are. (laughs) I really need to pump that Patreon later. I got bills to pay. (laughs) But anyway, the Snyder cut has been released and we're super excited to talk about it. Uh, We're definitely going to fill you guys in on that. But first I want to let you know who isn't here. You've probably guessed already, but that is going to be laser. Eric Uh, was doing that job thing and it ran late and then dad duties, you know, like, It doesn't always work out, but he at least let us know yesterday before the show even went on. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Uh, That's good stuff. Uh, The guy we don't appreciate, I'm just going to go ahead and (laughs) flat out say it, has only been talking about this, the release of the Snyder Cut, since 2019
3: on this show. Yeah. He has been excited the most out of all of us. Yes.
0: He's been sending text messages to the group like, I can die happy uh best day of my life (laughs) watching this and all of a sudden he's like dude i'm gonna go home i uh i'm tired i can't make it Uh, yeah i mean we're not i'm not not like flat out accusing you of anything justin (laughs) i'm just going to point out i can't believe that of all podcast episodes (laughs) this one this This is is the one one you miss (laughs) yep i mean we miss you but You're not going to live this one down. This is worse than you not watching an entire season of Mandalorian while we try to cover it. Like, it's it's that bad. (laughs) It's worse. But don't worry. We all watched it. uh, So you can either agree with us or disagree while you're listening to this. Uh, But, of course, we miss you. And uh, if you guys are interested, you can hit up any of us on the socials. I am behind all of the at Galactic Dad tags, and you can find those on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and even Twitter. Uh, everyone else is on their own respective tags. Uh, production, Matt. You're at MJ Albers
3: MJ, five. MJ Albers five for Twitter, and uh, oh, you're on Instagram. Instagram, too, right? yeah. Um, GD underscore production. Po, or post. Uh, now I forgot it. There you go. Production. <laughs> post production. It's it's production GD yes. underscore post, post underscore, underscore production. production. Yes.
0: And you see a lot of good behind the scenes stills there. Uh, Jedi Jedi John. And
2: follow me, on uh, Jedi John four on Twitter.
0: All right. And that only leaves out laser Eric, who is laser Eric 83 on like every flipping platform that note is known to man. That guy I think might have stock in Silicon Valley with all the places that he's actually a member. Uh, so check that out. You can also find Justin on willowkill187 on the Twitter and the old Instagram. So you can hit us up there. If you're a really social person and you're a social drinker like we are, you could follow us on the Untapped app. It is there that we have um, our shenanigans where we, we drink beers and yeah, it's, fun, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. We have fun. We have a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I think we're just probably going to go right into Beers of the Week for because we have a couple of new ones this week, and it's time to start updating the Untapped, which means we'll probably get a live tweet from Special K. Uh, I missed his live tweet last episode, uh, but yeah, we definitely know when we're recording because the untapped badges start flowing. Flowing like the draft, baby. Uh, so that's a good let, me, thing. let me get this music running real quick, and then we'll jump right into it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's run down that untapped app. John, what do you got for us?
2: Yeah, so today... Um I started off with the Resolution Blueberry Acai Golden Ale from Breckenridge Brewery. I usually don't go with the fruity um, beers. Uh, this one actually was pretty good. Uh, it's just fruit forward and slightly sweet with light finish. Um, pretty solid. 3.5% alcohol by volume. So So did you say 3.5? 3.5. Three, five. Yeah, I started off with that, a light one today. That's you know? obviously a beer you drink to enjoy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. What else we got over there? Oh, yeah. So I moved on to the, um, well, yesterday was St. Paddy's Day. Oh, by the way, by the way, personal holiday for all of us here. Yep.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Pretty great stuff. Uh, So I got Boulevard Brewing's uh, Irish Ale. It's just traditional red ale. Uh, I've never had this one before, but it's uh, 5.8 alcohol by volume. So, you know, I'm making up for that 3.5.
0: That's excellent. I actually just uh, finished one down, but I'll, I'll let Matt go ahead. What do you got, big guy?
3: Uh, I went with the same stuff that I went with last week. <laughs> Which is the? Um, it's the Stellar Toss Cidre, uh, European-style cider. It's I drink it because, you know, I can. It's good, for one, and I don't get hangovers. I think it's fancy. I think it's, it's fancy. It's fancy. I drink it with my pinky up. It does.
0: Oh, you're fancy. I'm fancy. All right, so I myself am drinking a brand new beer this week uh, i picked up a beer from brew dog which with a name like that how am i not gonna pick it up uh but this is the hazy jane new england style ipa um it is just that it's a freaking ipa uh this one is a 7.2 percent alcohol by volume um i don't really know what else to say it's an ipa it's good why you guys laughing
3: I heard him laugh.
0: Seven point two, <laughs> okay. hitting hard. At yeah, seven point two. Oh, and also we have another one, uh, thanks to my wonderful wife. Oh yeah. We all got iced before the show started, uh, and by that I mean we are sipping. <laughs> by sipping, I chugged. We'll yeah. post the video on the socials. Uh, but we we got iced. Enjoyed the Smirnoff ice. Red, white, and berry, limited edition version that tasted like blue Kool-Aid and antifreeze. Just straight sugar. It's <laughs> just, I don't know. I've
2: got diabetes after doing that. My stomach might recover with all the other beer I have to drink.
0: Uh, it might. But anyway, that is it for our beers of the week. Of course, if you guys have beers of the week or anything else that you would like to uh, you know, suggest that we drink, hit us up on that Untapped app. You have the right privilege to share your beverages with us uh, and suggest things that we should try.
2: Yeah, we're up to 126 now. Woo! So, And then uh, we decided tonight that we're going to start logging every, every, beer, every beer that's here. Of just... Not just
0: the ones we start the show with. Uh, so if you thought we were hitting badges before, it's about to get full-blown alcoholic.
2: Well, and repeaters we're going to start logging just so we can, you know, bump that. Pump up those numbers oh
0: we've <laughs> we've not been logging the repeaters
2: no like it was a repeater i just left it off because oh, it, it wasn't man. it wasn't the unique beer so i was not going for check-in count versus just mm-hmm. unique count but so,
0: you know what so you know what just check-in count we're uh, just gonna crush it by the way there the untapped <laughs> app is it's aiming to hit their one billionth with a b yeah where, check-in where, in where early april
2: yeah early april is supposed to happen so
0: so i've been actually following this pretty closely because i think it's incredible that you can have an app with a bunch of people who drink on it (laughs) and it explodes. And I thought, yeah, that's, no, that's something we support. Uh, (laughs) Considering that every time we've done a beer of the week, we plug the untapped app. I think we really should reach out for them for some type of sponsorship at this point. We're on (laughs) 56 episodes Mm -hmm. going strong and none of us have stopped drinking. So
2: there is a contest now too, for the, um, one billionth check-in photo contest. Oh, man. So uh, they, they think it's going to happen around April 10th, and then. Uh, but there is a contest that you can hashtag your 25 years of beer and um, you get, uh, what is it, grand prizes, VIP passes to the next in-person beer advocate fest for you and three friends. So,
0: Which could be in like 10 years.
2: years. Yeah. Well, yeah. with the way it's going now. Yeah. You know? I'm
0: looking at you, Comic-Con. <laughs> Dang it. Anyway. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us on the beers of the week. We hope that you guys enjoy them. Crack them. Sip a few as you listen to the show. Unless you're starting your work day with
2: us, in which case, crack them.
0: Enjoy your day of work. <laughs> Let's do it.
2: And speaking of Comic-Cons, so we've got a con coming up March 28th. Uh, Quad Con in St. Charles, Missouri. Come check us out. Uh, 10 to 4. Um, anytime in there. Uh, it was a great event in October that we had. Um, this time around, we're going to have the full cast there. Pretty excited it's about gonna that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Um, if you need coupons to the show, you can visit a local comic shop in St. Charles, I believe. Uh, fantasy Books and Games has coupons. Um, That's Fantasy Comics. Comics. And games. Sorry, mm, They have
0: me. coupons. So does Justin's Comics Shop.
2: Yeah, Justin's Comics Shop. And then um, there's one more. Um, Oh, uh, Comics Relief. Thank you. Comics Relief um, should have some uh, coupons still available also. If they're out, they're out, but um, you can at least give it a shot um, if you want a discounted admission. I think it's only 5 bucks anyway or less, um, but I think there's like $2 admission coupons there.
0: Yeah, which is totally worth it because you won't be checking out these comic shops anyway. There's a lot of great books coming out this week, uh, including the director's cut of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin, which is kind of like the Ninja Turtles meet the Dark Knight. Uh, big, huge book. Uh, so definitely go check that out. But let's move on in. We would have daddy issues, but this...
2: Language. Do it to
0: The movie was four hours long. Uh, so we're going to just go right on in to the Snyder Cut. And I'm going to be real respectful of everyone's time and say, just from the jump, you're going to look at this entire movie in the 4-3 aspect ratio uh, that was not announced before the film dropped. It was kind of a disclaimer that showed as you, you know, finally logged into HBO Max, if it wasn't crashed while you're trying to do it, because there were people who were experiencing downtimes on the streaming service. It, it crashed a couple of their servers, which is great news, right? If that's what you want, something like this to be a flagship of your streaming service, that's what you want, and they did, of course, fix all of them quickly, uh, which is good news, and people are still able to enjoy the Snyder Cut. But there was a disclaimer immediately before the movie starts that this film will be shown in the four three aspect ratio, which makes me so happy because I pay for all that TV with all that wide screen, and I'm just getting a small square. Yeah, um, so that's kind of annoying. But you know, really, once you start paying attention to the film itself, you, you kind of get you stop paying attention to it. Uh, but all that was done to preserve the original view of the our vision of the director um so i guess they're going all in on this is scott snyder's full-blown vision of the film which i think you can tell uh and we'll point out a few reasons why as we get into it but uh one of us took notes uh throughout the portion that they watched and i'm impressed it's a couple of pages so i'm just gonna go ahead and just let's talk about the credits like the opening credit sequence Mm. Which was really a recap of the end of Batman vs Superman.
2: I did like that how it was a continuation of BVS. Um, kind of gave a story line a little bit more depth. It did. Well, it also just kind of helps with that continuation. Like,
0: oh, this is the story. The story was meant to pick up almost immediately after the end of Batman vs Superman.
2: Yeah, because one of the first scenes we see is uh, Superman's um, uh, getting buried. I mean, yeah. Well, his, it's his, his death. His death, death scene at
0: the hands of Doomsday. Yeah. Uh, At the battle where somehow Superman dies but Batman lives. Again,
2: mind-blowing. Yeah, but how his his scream basically goes throughout the planet. Okay, here's my problem.
0: Problem number one with this movie. Um, Here we go. Superman's scream. If it has that kind of power and reach to go all over the planet and activate mother boxes. Even into the sea, the, the depths of the sea. How in the world is it not devastatingly powerful at ground zero Batman should at the very least be deaf. If not dead from it does that, story. make a valid point. I'm serious. I mean, like I and saw the first plot hole. I saw this in the trailer <laughs> and I thought that's dumb. And then I watched it in the movie and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to start my suspension of disbelief real early because if this is the thing that rings the bell that signals to dark side, earth is unprotected. What was Darkseid doing? Like the first, you know, I don't know, four thousand nine hundred and eighty-two years before Superman showed up.
2: Well, I think his sh- his cr- like cry, um, un- unleashed one of the mother boxes. That's I th- it activated it, the first it one. Wasn't that the one that cracked? Yeah, yeah, that's the one that the Amazons were protecting. Yes, right. So I think that's why. I mean, because he wasn't there to wake it up before.
0: Well, I mean. So if he would have like carelessly whispered at one of the other ones, it would—I don't know. Anyway, like we're not going to get into the theory on that because that could go for forever. But I really thought that that should be much more devastating than it was. I mean, Superman does have super breath and a super voice and all that stuff, so okay, I get it. But Batman should be like at least jelly inside after that. I mean, he's at Ground Zero.
2: And also, I guess to preface this all before we really get into it. It's a four-hour-long movie. It is. So uh, I don't think any of us have finished it yet. No, no. So uh, we're only going to be covering, or do we decide on two parts? Is that what let's, we're doing? Yeah, let's do the
0: first two parts. So we're going to do
2: the first two parts um, because it is a long movie. It's long, a lot to get through. And um, it's broken
0: up into six parts.
2: Yeah. Number one, none of us have been through the whole thing yet. Number two, even if we have, we probably couldn't pick up everything the first time through anyway.
3: There's um, a so lot we did, in just two parts. Yeah, so we did,
2: the, we did the best we could through two parts, and I, uh, we'll get through what we can. And um, hopefully it's not a spoiler to anybody out there, but if it is... Um, Fast forward to dad jokes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But by, by
0: the end of this, because it's going to sound like we're going to nitpick this film a lot. We're really not. But uh, at the end of it, we'll give you our assessment of good or bad so far. Yep. So just to let you guys know. So hang on. If you feel like we're just going to bash the hell out of this movie, we're not, but we're just going to point out some things um, that again, opening credits though, real nice, I think it's a better continuation uh, than we saw in the original Justice League film that came out, uh, which was, what, four years ago? 2017. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I can't believe it. Time flies, man. I think they do a much better job with this uh, particular version, making you feel like there was a loss. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's much better.
2: And I do, even though the I feel like the credits are a little extended, um, I do enjoy the imagery that Snyder brings in. Um with, um, I mean, everything. I mean, you could tell it was going to be a different feel for the movie off the jump.
0: It was already decidedly darker, though. Like, just not in, only in content and context, but like the, the visuals. Like, the lighting is way different. It's way darker, uh, which is pretty clear even on the posters. Uh, when Whedon's Justice League came out, I mean, we were looking at kind of bright colors on these otherwise dark-looking suits, which I thought was kind of... I don't know. That was hard to look at. Uh, but for this with the dark tone, I'm down with it. Um, I also, one of the things I really wanted to point out is how quickly we see cyborg in this cut, because I felt like he was a character that was almost shoehorned in. Uh, and here we get to see him from the jump and it kind of answers a question of where were these characters when Superman was just getting torched, Right. And that's at the end of the credit scene. Where Cyborg hears Superman's yell and right. turns
2: around. Yeah, because you just see how everyone interacts with that one yell. So yeah. Um Yeah. No. I mean it, it it was good and and throughout the film I mean, I know that you guys aren't quite as far as I am even in it. Um it is really nice. Um, like you said, like Cyborg kinda got shoehorned into the first film. Uh, and not given the time to breathe, I would say. Um, this film definitely does a better job of that, and even getting into more than just the first two parts, uh, even in part two when you start to really meet him, which we'll get to, like they give him time to breathe. Same with The Flash. Mm-hmm. So they both get more time in this movie, which is really nice to see. Um, it gives them a little more due diligence, which is needed, much needed, because yeah. it's the first time you're meeting these characters in this universe. It's also
0: good, because you're right, they do get... They get time to let the emotion build. It gives them much more motivation uh, that you can sympathize with. I mean, these characters all of a sudden are just thrust into this world because Batman shows up, uh, except for Cyborg, who only jumps in because Wonder Woman talks him into it, which, I mean, let's be real. She could talk me into anything. anything. She'd be (laughs) like, hey, you should probably spend all of your stimulus money on these scratchers. And I'd be like, yeah, that's a great idea.
2: I mean, this movie was the introduction in the universe for – Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg. So,
0: I mean, you got to see small snippets of them in BVS, but really, this was their proper introduction. Yep. And it worked out well, at least we know for Aquaman. I mean, he got his standalone movie, which went on to become a billion dollar success. Yep. So, I think that's the hope, really, for the Flash film as well, but. Moving back, though, I see on your list of notes, what do you have there? What's your first item?
2: Yeah, so there's – I mean, I kind of just broke it down by scene real quick, and I figured we could just break through um, things that you remember from the scene or things that stand out. Um, The first one we get is Bruce Wayne trying to recruit Aquaman. We had it in the first um, Justice League film also, so this was not a new Mm -hmm. scene. Um, There was extended pieces of it. Um, But overall, uh, you get the classic Aquaman, like, go to hell, screw you, but I'll take your money. (laughs) <laughs> right,
0: right. I just want to be left alone, uh, which is fine. I would get that. I think that film really was left, for the most part, intact yep. in the uh, original release. But there's one thing in that scene, once Aquaman goes swimming, uh, and Bruce is left alone with the town folk, that I don't understand.
2: I do not get it. I don't think any of us do. Production, Matt, and I were talking about this earlier before you got here, <laughs> and we are like, why don't they just go to church? Like just Yeah, go. you guys like singing? Like open the Bible.
3: What's the point of the four minute singing scene after Aquaman disappears in the water? Like they just sit there and sing a song for him and you're like, all right, cool.
0: I'm sure there's, like, some translation that song where it like really song matters.
3: Mean? Yeah, and if
2: the translation popped up on my screen and it meant something to the whole movie, I would say, oh, my gosh, cool. Yeah, but exactly, I don't know what it means. Exactly. Like,
0: if they were just singing, like, the Swedish version of the Tuna of the Sea commercial. <laughs> Kumbaya. Yeah, like, what are you doing? What is this? And why is it going on for so long? And that's when I, I realized at that point while I was watching this movie, oh, I think I know why this thing balloons to over four hours. Yeah. Because of stuff like
3: that. And by the way. And you also, I feel like you also see it a few other times with uh, Lois Lane. You do. And so, uh, actually, TK,
0: our wonderful Patreon supporter, pointed out real early on, there is over one hour of music Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the Snyder Cut. (laughs) Over a fourth of the film is music. Think about that. Now, it doesn't yep. mean that there's not you know dialogue over it or any other action scenes going on, but that's a lot of music for a movie. My God,
3: four hours is a lot of time. There's probably an hour two. of slow mo's also. Yeah, so I'm
0: just
1: kidding.
3: I'm <laughs> just kidding. My, my God, <laughs> my
0: God.
2: Anyway, um, okay. There's, there's a beam in the sky. We better go deal with it. So, like I said, um, so Bruce Wayne with Aquaman, uh, he says no. He says no, uh, and uh, it was pretty much shot for shot what we got in the original Justice League. The next shot we got was, I think it was new. Well, I, I, you have to, you have to remind me. Um, but it was uh, Martha losing the farm. Like no, yeah. that was
0: that was in the previous one. It was in the previous yeah, one. Yeah, too. I remember. She's that packing one. up. and right. gets the, dog oh, in yeah, the U-Haul. Oh right. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right.
2: So she gets in the U-Haul, loses the farm, it's foreclosed on. Um, so that's pretty much shot for shot i guess also i just couldn't remember it because it's been a while it, for me it's been four years yeah. uh yeah because i watched it one time no i'm kidding i watched it more than once i watched it's, I, twice, it's been a while
0: and i was like you know the spy, the bat crawler's still in there i'm
2: out uh and then al <laughs> uh, uh alfred uh it, well, we jump to uh alfred and batman in the Batcave talking about how he's recruiting and well he <laughs> just got back from well, no. It's they're in just, the plane. They're in the plane. They're in the jet. He's he talking up. about
3: Jamaica. He's like, you know, you could go here. Yeah, catch a King's Tide out there. <laughs> maybe <in Guam. laughs> yeah, Somebody yeah.
2: somewhere warmer, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I just loved how he just gave him crap because he was just like, maybe, yeah. a, maybe a guy brooding in a cave isn't the best recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I don't know. He
0: seems really good at finding teenage sidekicks to die. So that's good. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> we'll jump into that probably later. Maybe, hopefully, in the film, I don't know, where they could at least reference Jason Todd.
2: Yeah, that'll be a, a few, few maybe an episode away, he's still for us. Yeah. So, um,
0: But, by the way, I just want to bring that up real quick, how much I really love Jeremy Irons, period. Oh, he's great. When Jeremy Irons, as a snarky Alfred, is ingeniously casted. I honestly really? wish
2: he would be a villain again somewhere else, oh, because he plays such a good perfect. villain. Die yeah. Hard
3: Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: or even,
0: even as just, like, some guy stuck on a different planet, Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah. So good. He's a really good as Mandius.
2: Um, so we get to go from there. We skip to Lois, um, going to the Superman Memorial, dropping off some coffee for a police officer on the way. Like <laughs> that was nice. She misses him. That she misses nice. Superman. Yeah. Which,
0: well, in the cop's like you don't miss a day, do you? And yeah. she's like, I like it here. And I was like, well, Why don't you just tell
2: him that Clark Kent was Superman? Because <laughs> you kind of are, aren't you? Yeah. So, uh, but that just tells you how much, like, how depressed she really. I mean, she goes there every day um, to visit. I so. think
0: actually you're right. That does show how depressed she is. Like she really feels the loss of Clark, which you feel way more. I mean, she walks movie. by
2: that one cop well enough to drop off coffee to him. Yeah. They're friends.
0: And I might give somebody coffee once just out of the goodness of my heart. Probably not. I'm a bad man. Um, but every day, like that's a relationship you just built.
2: Yep. Um, but yeah, so it's super sad to see her going through that though. Cause that's a huge, Tremendous loss for anybody that has a spouse or somebody they love, um, and if they lose them, like it's a huge loss. So
0: especially when you essentially told them, "Go do it."
2: Yeah. So they make. I mean, they make you feel for her, which is, I mean, an appropriate reaction. So much better.
0: And by the way, Amy Adams, anytime on screen, wonderful. Yeah, she does a great fan. job.
2: Um, and then we go over to the uh, we see Wonder Woman for the first time, um, in her bank scene.
0: Even still, though. This is where you really realize that this is a rated R version. Yes. I know, I know we're gonna to get to that too. But this as soon as I saw the guys go into the bank, mm-hmm. that scene is extended. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is R. Yeah. Yeah. They're so good. They it's almost like the scene in Modern Warfare 2 when you can either choose to play or skip the airport scene and you just mow down innocence.
1: Because
0: <laughs> that's how this scene starts. And I was like, yeah, that wasn't in. No. the original and then yeah but i did have qualms with the bake scene and this even goes back further uh to the original cut and it's it's wonder woman's powers oh yeah i i think i know where
2: you're going with this and that's yeah, yeah. how
0: fast is wonder woman
2: right is she on par with flash i don't know it kind of makes it seem like she would be but then later in the movie like in the original one he has to help her right so- so, I don't know.
0: I feel like there's some inconsistency in speed there, and I didn't pick it out in the first one because I know in the comic books Wonder Woman's flat uh, fast, but is she speed of speeding
3: bullet fast? Can I
0: can I stop a thirty round auto and still have time to unbelievably unleash devastation and kill the guy? By the way, that's something that happens in this one that you don't really see in the other yeah. version. Like she offed the bank robber, um, not really by choice, but out of protection because he was about to do it again. Uh, and then she kills that guy and then turns around and tells the little girl,
2: you can be anything you, be you, want, anything
0: be. you want when you grow up. Except a bank robber because I'll kill
3: you. <laughs> you <laughs> left that part out. It's a little cheesy, but it was on par.
0: I actually, I like that scene because that was not included in the first cut and I don't know why.
3: I think it was a statement to women everywhere that if you're a young girl, don't, Be bullied down, you know, stand up. You can be whatever you want. Do anything in this world. I'm actually surprised they cut that just, by the way, yes.
0: But I'm also surprised they cut that with the timing of the films. Like, you would have thought Wonder Woman wanted to be that kind of, like, girl power icon before Captain Marvel came out.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Like I'm also thinking about that strategically. Like, why would you not put Wonder Woman in that seat? Because this is even before the Wonder Woman film, isn't it?
2: No, Wonder Woman... Came out before this. Wonder Woman was 2016. Right. She she was introduced in BVS, and then she got her own film before Justice League. I think is that right? Is the timeline hey, right? A hey, fact
0: checker, hit me up on that one. I think Justice League came out first. No, because 1984 just came out, but that's still enough time year a uh, two year time gap. Anyway, I don't know. They don't make DC movies as fast as Spider Man gets a new one at Marvel, so I'm not sure. Uh, but I really, I do think um, that I couldn't believe that they. Cut that out
3: of the first movie. That scene was kind of nice with Wonder Woman. So, Batman vs Superman was March twenty fifth of sixteen. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and then what was it? Wonder Woman? Yeah. Let's see when uh, Wonder Woman? Let's see what that is. Loading. Yeah, loading. December twenty. 20- yeah, it was a December film. Twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Oh, that's eighty four. No, that's eighty four. Never mind.
0: Nineteen eighty four. Well, Pedro Pascal. You should just get just Wonder Woman. I still think Justice League came out first. I think I'm wrong on that one. Actually saying it out loud, pretty sure Wonder Woman came on, out
2: because is, uh, in Justice League they they mentioned how she was in love before, which you hadn't met,
3: you wouldn't have met him then if it hadn't come out before.
0: It's like a small reference to Chris Pine. Yeah, you're probably right.
3: 2017 for Wonder Woman. What date? Uh, June second.
0: Justice League was in the fall. Justice League. I meant closer to Christmas.
3: Anyway, it doesn't matter.
2: I believe I'm correct.
3: Sorry. I don't know. Fact checker,
0: get us. If you're if you're not correct, I'm icing you again. That's fine. All
2: right. Um. Anyway, so yeah, but uh, still a good scene. Enjoyed the bank scene. Um. It was that, exciting. It was an exciting scene. Yeah, I mean, you get to see her thrash those those bank robbers, which is pretty
3: crazy. It was like. March 13, twenty eighteen, was Justice League. So a year before. Uh, so BVS so first, eight, then Wonder Woman. Eight, then eight months Justice prior
2: League. to Justice League came out. March thirteenth, right?
3: March 13, twenty eighteen, release yeah. date. I thought it was twenty seventeen. Was Justice League?
2: Maybe well,
0: twenty seventeen
3: was Justice League. Well, why does it say eighteen? Give me this. Okay. Josh, yeah. Josh Wheaton. Justice League.
2: Maybe March they were. Maybe maybe they were already talking about it because Snyder had already given up the reins in 2017 during production.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. Okay, All so right. Wonder Woman was first.
2: Before BBS was first. Yeah, in BBS good. introduced Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman got her own film. Got and it. Then, okay, got there. We're there. Did I just get iced? Language, to mouth. Oh, blue flag. Yeah. All right. Um... All right, so we, get, we move from the bank scene, and we get to go back to uh, Wonder Woman's home planet, or home island, sorry. Themysc- oh, my, I'm going to butcher this. Themyscira? Nope, nailed it. Perfect. Uh, and then uh, we get to see a repeat from the original movie's scene of um, Steppenwolf coming down for the first mother box that activated. Okay,
0: let's just talk about Steppenwolf real yeah. quick.
2: He looked good. Massive improvement. Massive awesome. improvement. I loved it. I it, loved the scene. The scene was vastly improved, and I'm I'm good with it. I
0: have one qualm.
2: There we go. <laughs> I can't help it. You can't tell.
0: By the way, Steppenwolf's armor is functional. I love it and that's, looks. Cool. That was that's
3: the coolest part for me. Like
0: it's functional. He it absorbs arrows and then breaks them off and shimmers and is back to normal. That's I'm my like, favorite part. I'm like that right there is a. I mean that's New Gods technology. I dig it. I'm happy to see it. Only problem, and it's a very small one. When I look at Steppenwolf in his armor, the first thing I think of is the Destroyer armor from Thor.
2: A little bit, yeah. I see it.
0: I took one look at that, I was like, yeah, it's just an updated version of the Destroyer armor. <laughs> Remember in the first Thor, the thing that comes down to the town and he ends up having to fight.
2: Yeah, they
3: activate it from Asgard and it comes oh, down. Oh, uh, yeah. Shoot, I haven't seen that's the a first long time Thor. ago. Yeah, I haven't seen the first. I'd have to go back and watch yeah, that three one. Three weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not all of us are on a hiatus from work for children, but that's fine. But yeah, the destroyer armor, right? Like you just recently saw Thor, yeah.
2: no, it's very similar to it. I agree.
0: Also, big misstep on Marvel's part why didn't somebody wear the destroyer armor when Thanos came to Earth? Just saying, could have been Banner, he was already hanging out with the Asgardians. Just saying. Let's move on. We don't have time for that argument. Okay. Good call. All right.
2: Um, but, yeah, we get to see. Um, it, I mean, it's close to shot for shot. There are some extra shots added. They did bury the temple in the ocean, which was kind of cool. Well, it was cool. Uh, it was really cool to see. didn't I work, thought, but it was cool. It <laughs> didn't work. It also <laughs> didn't work. It was pretty close to shot for shot. I did
0: like um, this Steppenwolf is a lot more aggressive. Yeah. And yeah. he is also a lot more, um, I think in the prior version, the parademons do a lot more of the heavy lifting. This one, Steppenwolf is ready to just get after it fast. Dude, He
2: was using that ax and he was just wrecking some Amazonians. Amazonians. I'll yeah.
0: Like
3: dude. It's it's so forget
0: dick- just the Amazonians. Do you might feel bad for the horses? Oh yeah, oh, he yeah. was just throwing those oh things god. around. Oh yeah, my that,
3: that was rough because he the, the, I was the like, blood was spraying and I was like, oh my god. I was um, like, holy crap, this dude's about to get just banned from the NFL or when, something. Like when he that. when he threw the when Steppenwolf threw the Atlantean and it hit the rock and he just I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Dude, even
0: the uh the the one Amazon who's trying to make sure the queen escapes but catches a blast right to the heart. Oh, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, that was sad. Oh, and that then she's so like, sad. shut the doors. I was like, yeah, that's going to kill you. Oh, my God. You, these Amazons are suffering a massive loss right out of the
2: gate. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah it was a cool scene still. Uh, like, I, like we said, shot for shot, basically. Um, and that concludes part one. So, yeah, that I mean, was it. That was part, the end of part, part one was titled Don't Count on It, Batman. I mean, I, you get that right out of the gate with um, Aquaman, Aquaman saying no. Yep. And then um, you also have Alfred scene. And then uh, I, I know Lois isn't necessarily super related to Batman, but at the same time, she's she's a, she was she in BBS. Superman. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, obviously, and Superman's no longer there. So you get to see and you get she to had see, a large
0: part in Man of Steel, which essentially right. kicks this whole thing off.
2: Yeah. And but you do get to see her. Um, Morning, uh superman which is also going back to that title is Superman's not there to count on so you you have to do something different so uh, a lot of different sequence i i do love the titles of the parts because as uh, as i took notes and everything else like it actually like scenes made sense within it it was really cool sure. uh, especially uh once you get deeper in the movie there um, is one more thing
0: about the first part yep. i want to i want to point out and it is when bruce is talking to alfred the whole reason he's trying to put this team together it makes a lot more sense in this particular version of the film because he says, I made a promise to him yep. yeah. as he was dying. yep." And you're just kind of like, oh, that's... I mean, I think they mentioned that in the original version, but this one you feel more. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. Because he's like, I
3: can't fail. They really hit that scene on the head with...
0: He's like, I tried to tear us apart first. And you're like, yeah, you did. Yeah. And then, you know, he moves, and you're like, look at that character growth, by the way, which is something I swear we get in this movie that just got edited out somehow in the original version, is you have all of these characters are are just right out of the gate getting fully realized. By the way, has anybody checked on Josh Wheaton, or did they not care? (laughs) I don't know, but he's going through some other stuff right now that we can't comment on, but... Okay. Let's uh <laughs> let's go ahead and transition part into part two yeah, of the I actually, Age of Heroes.
2: The way I wrote my notes, I don't actually know if this was the end of part one or the beginning of part two, but uh um I apologize either way. Uh but Steppenwolf goes back to the um his h- new home base, so to speak, like he's building a fortress. I think that might have been at the end of part one.
3: Yeah, that's that's Chernobyl. If you caught that, he's in the town of Pripyat, Pri- Pri- Pripyat or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, um, so he's in the nuclear facility yeah, there. Yeah, he, he goes uh toxic. That's right. Perfect. Or, yeah.
2: Yeah, so he is there and he is um it's the same place they built the, at the first uh just like movie also. Um, oh okay. So yeah. But I didn't it realize it
3: re- that was Chernobyl. I, well, it,
2: I think it was. I mean oh, it was still a nuclear yeah. plant. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um uh but yeah, so but you get the first reference to Darkseid. Mm-hmm. yes he he doesn't i don't think they specifically name dark side but they name him like he's like i'm doing this all for him for him yes like in his name in yes. his name and like um so you get that sense that there is a bigger bad bigger, yeah there's a uh, and which we didn't really get the first justice league like mm-hmm. you knew he was doing stuff but you didn't really know his motivation mm-hmm. uh there was one i think in the original justice league there was one reference to dark side once and that was like it was like a Five-second blurb and that oh. was it and it was just like if you did dark it, it's side gone. Yeah. yeah and I'm sure uh hardcore fans were probably like oh yeah they mentioned dark side yeah but it, like it was so quick the first movie with no explanation outside of it and it was mentioned once yeah. in this movie they immediately go to this is for him uh-huh. so you know there's an, uh, it's a it's a more and superior then, bad bad guy than what you're looking at in yes. seven wolf which is menacing after you just watched him tear apart an entire island of warriors uh-huh. so um but yeah you do get the mention of dark side uh well the we knew it was dark side but yeah. there was a higher power at work mm-hmm. which was kind of cool and steppenwolf was definitely trying to get back into his graces um he even said in that scene i think that he was he betrayed, he fa- him. He betrayed him but he, he had failed him so he's trying to earn back trust that was the
3: decide he was talking to correct Yes. Was, yeah.
2: I think so. Is that right, Brandon? The
0: side. I'm sorry. I uh, uh just came back into this conversation. I know in the scene in chapter two where Steppenwolf is setting up his base in Chernobyl, right? So yep. we're talking about? Yeah. And he uh begins to he puts the other box into the facility and he's telling the demons to follow the scent of the other boxes and then he begins hey, to He yeah, grab one, throws an yeah. on you. like go yep. follow it. Yeah. Which also is a another uh shot for shot scene from the original. Uh, which I did like that they kind of kept the demons the way they were, because I like the original design. Yeah, I think that design's good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when he says follow the scent, and then he starts talking, he kinda gives us that villainous monologue uh that says this will please him. Right? Like yeah. that's the first this will please him in the original Ooh. version. He's not real specific on who him is. Of yeah. course, now we have the benefit of seeing all these trailers and knowing full well that he's talking about dark side. Whereas in 2017, 2018, sorry, we had to just immediately, if you were a fan and you knew who Steppenwolf was, you knew that he was, he was talking about Darkseid. Yep. So this one, you, it's, it's almost explicit, especially when Wonder Woman visits the island, uh, then it really becomes explicit that Darkseid
2: is the major player here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I didn't mention uh, Part two's title is Age of Heroes. So, Mm -hmm. and if you don't know what that is, we'll get into it, but it's, um, it's pretty epic really, uh, what they cover in this part. Um, and we just see some really cool scenes at the end of it, especially, but, uh, we start off by, uh, going back to Bruce Wayne, trying to track down Barry. Yes. And while we all know how that goes, he's all (laughs) on board. (laughs) Yeah. He's really excited. Oh my God. You're Batman. Pretty much shot for shot again. Once they meet, Mm -hmm. uh, we did get the extra scene with him. Um, was this at the same time where he's saving Iris or is that later? Well um, that's the
3: first one. That's the first time we see him where where he saves what, uh the girl in the car accident? Yeah, that's that's Iris. Iris, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was not in the first movie.
0: No, we didn't get to see that much. Um you in the first movie you essentially get to meet Barry talking to his dad in jail, and then Barry goes home and Bruce is there. And that's how we meet Barry.
2: Oh, sorry. I skipped something, sorry. What'd you, what'd <clears throat> you skip, bud? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> also, Spoiler I think, alert for I also, another part <laughs>
0: I also think that we skipped ahead uh, Even talking about Flash this soon Because in Age of Heroes That's when uh, we get Diana going to look Yeah, we get the Amazons lighting
2: the Arrow of Hermes Oh, sorry So Where you at, big guy? Okay, so Bruce is tracking Barry in the Batcave With Alfred again That's right I'm so he doesn't actually. So I jumped see a little hard. He not He hasn't seen him yet. Yeah, he's not in part two, not yet. We know how that happens, anyway. But and it is shot for shot, so don't be surprised. Sorry it, for the spoiler. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but then we go. We, we skip ahead to Cyrus. You're
0: like, dude, you're Dang, great at being terrible in the intro. You can't even read
2: your own notes. I'm reading notes. <laughs> they're just, you know, they're incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I some of these I wrote left handed because I was holding my son while I was watching all this. Oh stuff. sure, blame it on your kid. <laughs> We love you he's, for. He's the only reason I'm not done yet. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so we skipped Cyrus at the research oh, at, from um, there we go. Star,
0: uh, Star Labs. Star Labs, which, by the way, there is something really cool in this version of the film uh, that I said I wish we'd get before I watched this one. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, he's here. But we'll get into that in a second. Uh, what do we see when they're at the Star Labs facility, which, by the way, is really just the, the landing ship of the Superman Uh, vessel from the end of Man of Steel and where Doomsday is born at the end of BVS. That is where Star Labs is, and this is actually occurring.
2: Yeah, so during part two, you get both those scenes. They're separated by a couple things. Um, But you first get to see Cyrus at the research facility. He's going out for the night saying goodbye to everybody, says bye to the maintenance guy, and then you kind of get shot for shot what happened during BVS, or sorry, the original Justice League, and... You get to see the maintenance guy go in and say, "Oh yeah, he's getting captured by the parademon. uh, parademons." Parademons, because the parademon is what the parademon is
0: looking for. A mother box, which mother was, was, there. was housed at that location, yeah, uh, but is no longer there. Uh, we'll describe more about where that mother box actually is in just a little while. Yeah. Actually, probably next episode that goes past part two. Does
3: it no? Because I've seen it's in that. part two. That, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Was so, parts, yeah. um,
2: from the re- from uh, Star Labs, though, we skip back to um, the Amazons, where they're lighting. They're talking about lighting the torch. Hasn't been lit for five thousand years. Mm-hmm. The will the, the world the, of man even yeah. know what it means? It, and it doesn't matter. She will. She will. And so. thank
0: God somebody had the news on while she was dusting that statue. Right. Know, yeah. right? yeah. So yeah. you
2: skip over to her at the museum, just cleaning. Hey, what did you do this
3: weekend? Nothing. Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting. After she took down a bank robber,
2: and
0: she looks. Gorgeous. Like a piece of art. I mean, I don't want to be creepy here, but all I'm going to say is sometimes you see things on TV and you're like, yeah, that's a hot chick, whatever. And then other times you see Wonder Woman, and you're like, I don't know what it is. Like, you're fantastic. She's a not very even, attractive lady. Not even, sure. like, obviously she's very attractive, but it's not even, like, gross attraction because a part of you is like, you could be my aunt, my friend, my sister like you are just like the like embodiment of everything awesome about a female cuz she's perfect example back in the bank right just kills the guy saves everybody and really sweet to a little girl and wonder woman 1984 perfectly puts this on display again this is how gal gadot is a really good actress she's in the middle of saving people and stops to be really nice to a little girl like she's wonderful nails it all so and then also in that very form-fitting tight white dress that she wears for some reason to do work as in arch- archaeological stuff. And, I don't know and why you would do that. sneak around through caves and yeah, stuff. I, no idea why you would wear that outfit. But, uh, in heels. In heels, yeah. yeah.
2: So, so that was one of my things. I didn't really like how they broke up this part, um, especially reviewing notes on it. I think um, – so I'll just read down the scene list real quick, just these, these front, like, five or six scenes. So you've got Cyrus at – Star Labs. Mm-hmm. You get to see light the torch. You go to Diana at the museum, learning that the torch has been lit. You go back to Star Labs for the like the it's crime scene at this point. The outcome, yeah, yeah, the yeah. crime scene. And then, and then hold on, hold on, and then you get Victor, which we're gonna get in. We'll get into these scenes, but you get Victor and Cyrus talking about the mother box convo at their home. Mm-hmm. And then you skip back to Diana seeing the fire and going, and into, going the, into the temple. Into the temple. So, like, why would why, you not swap those? Why wouldn't you just put... Like a continuation yeah, of just, each scene. Yeah, like, why, why wouldn't you just go straight um, cyborg scenes and then skip to the Wonder Woman scenes? Because after that, you skip to uh, Aquaman. Well, why here, is Okay,
0: wait a minute. If I'm thinking about this, the only reason you would do that, and just for the sake of storytelling, is to make sure that people realize you either do this consciously or unconsciously. You assume that those scenes are happening concurrently. Yeah, at like at the the so. Time, time has passed. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, oh, oh, so they're oh, happening Russia. at the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason you do that because remember, they are a race against the clock here. Yeah. But there's a lot going on. So the way that you make the viewer experience that simultaneously mm-hmm. is to chop those scenes chop out it there. up.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, just purely from a storytelling standpoint, that's how I explain it. Now, as somebody who's watching that, yeah, why wouldn't I just see one pure Diana goes to the temple, finds the arrow, fits it into the notch, and instead of jumping back to you know, Cyrus and Victor, you watch her go through the, the temple.
2: Yeah, because part two lasted 32 minutes of mm-hmm. uh, screen time total. So you're talking about a time frame of you could have um, a quick Batman scene talking to Alfred about Tracing Barry and then have 10 minutes of um, Cyborg straight in a row, with 10 minutes of Wonder Woman, and then the um, going to Atlantis and then them reviewing the age of heroes, which is at the, the last scene of that part, which yeah, we'll I get see. into, but yeah, sorry. I just, it, just re- rereading my notes. I'm just like, why did they skip around so much when they could have just lumped this together in, in a 10 minute section and just been continuous. So, which because you kind of get the same feeling that it's happening at the same time because the, I, I think, well, I mean, it's easy for us to dissect it now. And right. say That, yeah, in the moment while you're watching
0: it, I think it helps you realize these are simultaneous events.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so um, we leave the f- research. Uh, uh, sorry, we leave Star Labs. We go see the lighting of the torch, and then we and skip that. Then we, go that, and then back we skip. To Star Labs. No, we get to well, Diane at the museum, and then we go back to Star Labs that's right. for the that's inspection right. when. Um the so, agent is questioning Cyrus about what was in the box bec- what well, what was in the crate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, they give know. the number which I didn't write down but they give the whatever number it was and he's like I don't know. I don't know what it was. We and misplaced it. And that. we misplaced it. Not not only did we misplace it but I don't know what it was. I'm like what do you mean you don't know what it was? Why he was like, it out of the box. Like, it's it. alien technology. We yeah. study alien technology and he's like let's go look and he tells his well at the time it's his assistant. Let's who talk all, about you want to talk his assistant. Okay got it.
0: Because you before go we I even saw I this scene, I was super excited because I was thinking to myself, we need an Adam in this movie. Uh-huh. And I don't want Ray Palmer. I want Ryan Joy. Yep. I want him so bad. And that's him. That and then him. as soon as they go, this is my assistant here at Star Labs. This is Ryan. And then the guy walks into the frame, and he's Asian. I go, oh, my God, that's him. That's the Adam I want. That's the one I was waiting for. And then he says his full-blown name. This is Ryan Joy. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Setting up the Adam. I was so stoked about that. And this is the point in the film where I realized, okay, I'm just like Justin on this movie. Yeah. They're going to give me things that I wanted and they're just going to,
2: here's your little nod, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy it. And uh he opens up the the windows to show the Superman ship, which right. that way the uh the agent kind of realizes like, "Oh, they really deal with stuff that So he referred I'm, to
0: it I mean. as um Xeno technology." Yeah. Uh, so alien technology, uh, uh, which meant the guy who came to investigate was like, "Yeah, I'm way out of my league here," uh, which was good because I need people in this world to realize that that Star Labs is the pinnacle of because in the comic books, there I mean, they're the people who who work with all this stuff, and that holds true even in the Snyderverse, for lack of a better term. Uh, we would have called it the DC EU, but that's no longer the case. So the Snyderverse. But, again, I'm in love with the fact
2: that they included uh, Ryan Choi. Yep, really awesome stuff. Uh, and then from there, th- this is the continuation. You get to see um, Cyrus go home mm-hmm. and have a conversation with uh, Victor, who is Cyborg, mm-hmm. uh, his son. And you get to hear them talk about the mother box because you get to see it in their possession um, at yeah, it's you, in his. It's yeah. in the apartment. Yeah. So you get to see it, and then, um, but you get to also see that father son dynamic a little bit more in this movie than you did in the previous Justice League, I think. Which is you see the very same very helpful, and yeah. you
3: also see the same line where he says, "You don't, good, you don't make are you good at making monsters yeah. or something? You know yeah. a lot about monsters, yeah."
0: Which, okay, kicking back back when this film came out, I was a new dad. This scene hits harder now that my my kid's older. And then my son is is young. But, like, this scene is really full of, like, all this emotion. Like, you have this guy whose whole life was supposed to be ahead of him who maybe at this point would have preferred not to have survived. And his dad's just like, I think maybe I could do something to keep you because his dad's not ready to lose his kid, right? And so he does this experimental technology thing with his son, and it allows his son to live, but at what cost? Like there's this whole incredible Frankenstein's monster thing that's going on here in this scene with Cyborg or Vic and his dad for so many good reasons. Because it's not just Vic wants to live. It's here's a father who can't let his son go. Yeah. Who beforehand was almost just completely dismissive of his kid because he was so into his work, so into his work. And then he gets faced with the reality that your son's not permanent. You could lose him. And then he it flips 180. The only thing he knows how to do is use all of his work to keep his son alive. And what that does to Vic, his son is in. You know, I mean, I feel like this is an awesome emotional moment that I somehow missed in the first go round of this movie that I just picked up on so hard uh, this time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there was additional dialogue in this one, so there I mean, it, it helps out a lot with that connection. And uh, I, I'm not gonna say hate. But just the... Uh, there's
3: resentment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you feel that yeah. a lot. I, I can kind of understand that, too, because, I mean, if, yeah, it... I mean, in, in a way, I guess I can understand, but I don't know if I... if In a way, I guess I don't, because, I mean, you, you know, you're in a car accident. You're, you, whatever happens, happens, and then your dad, he saves your life, but at the same time, like you at said, what at what cost? cost, he turns you into this monster, quote, and,
0: but but you get it right now like as a parent you're like yeah well, pet cemetery makes a lot more sense as a dad like i'll be honest if something happened wasn't.
3: if something happened to my daughter and i had the physical means and you know opportunity to make things you know i could save her life but uh it's gonna put her in turmoil for the rest of her life well yeah but in your eyes you would just be saving her i would exactly let i me, would be wanting to save her but at the me, same time you'd have to stop and think like what is this going to lead for the child's life for the rest of their life? Because well, you I know, can't. What do you think, though? You
0: can't because you're just so focused on saving them yeah. in the moment. Let me put it to you in a way that's very contemporary for what we've been covering in the last couple of weeks. WandaVision. I mean, Monica Rambeau goes, if I had your power, I'd bring my mom back tomorrow. Yep. If I had the chance, I'd bring any of my family back tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, so now Sirius has... Maybe, because he's not sure in Batman vs Superman when you see it happen. He's not sure, but when it works, he's glad to have his son back. And then Mm -hmm. what that does to Vic, though, who's wondering, and which is great, though, because even in the comics, especially in Jeff Johns' Justice League run, where he flushes out Cyborg as a character, Cyborg wonders how much of him is really human because he knows he only has limited parts of him that are flesh and bone. And the rest is all machines. So he's always asking himself, how human am I? There's a really great scene in Throne of Atlantis, uh, which is like Justice League number 14 from the New 52, where Cyborg gives up his lungs so he can go underwater. And he realizes he's giving up one more piece of his humanity. He's asking Barry Allen about it. And Barry goes, as long as you're you here, like in how your mind thinks and in your heart, you're the most human of the Justice League, and that convinces Cyborg to do what's necessary, give up his as lungs, as go underwater. Uh, but I think that that is a huge moment for the character that translates well to this actual Justice League movie, because we know that the new 52 Justice League, written by Jeff John, that whole era is featured heavily throughout this Snyder cut of Justice League.
2: And later, later in the movie, we do get more on Cyborg, which is really nice. Uh, I know not everyone's there yet, but uh, we, you, you do get a lot more backstory on him, which you is do. really great because we didn't get that in the first one. To see one.
0: him play football actually is massive. Right, yeah. Because so. I do feel like before the film came out, we got the trailer that included those shots. Yeah. And then in the movie, we were trailer trashed, and those things were never included. Uh, so I think it's really good to see those. I think there's
2: a lot, just a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor
0: um, I when would the actually, first movie came out. I would actually, selfishly, and just as a person who's interested in how stories work and things like that, I would have loved to have been in the editing room just to be a fly on the wall and be like, what did you cut and why? And how much of what we get today for the Snyder cut was reshot or right. created after the fact? How much yeah. of this is brand new versus old stuff that you're improving on?
2: Well, I think we're about to get a brand-new thing. Um,
0: brand-new thing?
2: Brand-new thing. So um, we'll, we'll we'll skip over to Diana, goes to see the fire. Yes. And then pulls the arrow up mm-hmm. and goes into the temple. Now, into the temple, she sees all the well, Hi- hieroglyphics. I'll just go with hieroglyphics, if you will. yeah. We'll I mean, that. Paintings of old times. I mean... Um, you see the three cubes. Yeah, you see the three cubes. See, see you see the mother see, boxes. You see the mother boxes. You see the... Um, Parademons and um, at the attacking, very, and you would see the army of um, men, Atlanteans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see pretty and, much and the old the,
3: war. The very last picture she she, she looks at is Darkseid.
0: That's right. Yep, that's right.
3: And, I I honestly didn't really know about Darkseid at the time, but when I saw the picture of that, just judging by from what Justin has talked about over the last how many days and yeah. in months, whatever. Like I just assumed, I was like, that guy must be Dark Side because the look on Diana's face when she looks at him—pure like, fear, pure fear—came out, and pure you're like, fear. "Whoa, that—that's a Wonder Woman, and she's she's scared right out. now." Yeah, um, um, Yeah, and and I, I loved it though. I loved how that it it looked so genuine because he is so a for real, real and organic ominous
0: threat. Yeah. Whereas in the last cut, it's like, oh, it's Steppenwolf's here. It's like, so if we wake Superman up, this is problem solved. For this, it's like. This is a world-ending event.
3: Yeah, this guy apparently is much bigger than Thanos ever was. (laughs) I'm going to
0: be honest with you. Darkseid is. I know that phrase was first uttered in the comic books in the late 90s from Grant Morrison's run on Justice League after it was relaunched uh, with incredible pencil work by Howard Porter. But the first time you hear Darkseid is is in one of his books, and it has gone on to be a hallmark of Darkseid. Dark side is is one of the most powerful sayings in the world because. You know it's the end of the world. This person's just his will is indomitable. Once he, is upon you, there's so no way around it. He just is, and that's it. There's nothing else. Now,
3: and now here's the question: Is what's it going to take to beat a guy like that? Obviously, you're going to see. Well, it's going to take Superman. Parts, yeah, right I mean later on in the parts of the movie, but you know that's the big question. Well, I also what think would it, what I, it take to beat a guy like that?
0: I think, and this is a fun question, because for us who haven't gone past at least the third part of the Justice League uh, movie, if I'm going to guess how they beat Darkseid, it's a couple of things. One of them includes uh, Cyborg reactivating a boombox and sending Darkseid back, because that's how they do it in Justice League War, which is the first story arc from... Jeff Johns and Jim Lee's flagship title launch in 2011's New 52 Justice League, they defeat Darkseid simply by sending him back, letting him know that you can't beat us. Uh, And that's even after Desade tries to torture Superman into compliance and being a minion of Darkseid, and Bruce gets him back, uh, which kind of is a parallel to this movie. Bruce is the catalyst that brings Superman back. Uh, so I think we're, we're going to see some comparisons. I think you defeat uh, Darkseid not physically. You defeat him ideologically. Yeah. And very Are much you like... you outsmart him. Yes. Very much like Vision on Vision. Mm-hmm. You can defeat Darkseid on principle, which has been shown in Jeff Loeb's uh, Batman, Superman, where they reintroduced uh, Kara Zor-El as the Supergirl. Uh, the main villain of that story is Darkseid. And the only way that they beat Darkseid uh, from turning Kara into his minion is Batman tells Darkseid he will blow up Apocalypse. 100% means it. And Darkseid's, Wait,
3: Batman's going to blow up Apocalypse? That's Darkseid's home world. And so Darkseid believes him?
0: 100% believes him. Uh, the artwork on this was by the uh, now deceased Michael Turner, uh, rest his soul, but... Incredible, incredible story because Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman go to Apocalypse to get Supergirl back, who's been brainwashed by Darkseid. And the only way that Batman knows they're going to defeat Darkseid is if they make sure that he'll lose in a way that is way too much for him to to tolerate. And the way that Batman does this is he gets all of these boom tubes Um, The things that start the fire pits on Apocalypse, and he does this on other Earths. He'll do this on Earth. He'll do it on any planet. He takes over. Batman gets all of them and activates them on, like, a countdown on Apocalypse. And and Darkseid is like, you're bluffing. And Batman tells him the detonation codes, and it just pisses Darkseid off. (laughs) And he beats Batman within an inch of his life. And he says, turn them off or you die. And Batman says, disavow Kara Zor-El or your world dies. And Darkseid steps back after Batman says that and goes, interesting. If the Kryptonian or the Amazon made this gamble, they would have lost. But you, a human, would sacrifice your own to win. It's an admirable quality. You, you win. I disavow Kara Zor-El. And he was Batman.
3: So he basically said, "Batman, you got balls the size of church bells. So I'm gonna step back." Absolutely. <laughs> that's he says, awesome. He says, "Rock on." I'm sorry, but can we give an applause for that? Because that's freaking yeah, I mean, awesome. I mean, is, that, that it, is, uh, dude. That's that's pretty. It cool. really is
0: awesome. First of all, <laughs> Jeff Loeb writing Batman to be out tactically smart, Dark Side. Here you go.
3: That's cool, all right? I'm sorry, that was a great but that, story. that's cool. <laughs> that was a great
0: story, by the way. Um, and I'm actually surprised at how well I can recollect that because...
3: And that plays to Bruce Banner himself, not just Wayne. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, yeah. Or you it, said Banner. Oh, Banner. I I meant Bruce Hawk. Wayne, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But it plays to his... Too many Bruce's. I know, right? There are. It, it plays to his character, I feel like, um, from Wayne Enterprise, who... I, and I take it back to how Michael Keaton played Bruce Wayne. All right, I don't look at like Christian Bale or any of the other ones. I look at how Michael Keaton played Bruce Wayne. I feel like that's more of his that more of that character. I will. You I will. You know what I mean.
0: I agree with you, but I'm going to raise you one on that one. Uh, and it wasn't even uh, Christian Bale doing it. Remember in the Dark Knight when the one guy says, "I know who Batman is," and he tries to blackmail Wayne Industries, yeah. and he's talking to Oh Lucious yeah, Lucius Fox, Fox, Fox. Yeah, yeah. And, good. And Lucius yeah. goes, "So let me get this straight." You know a millionaire who spends his night dressed as a bat, jumping over rooftops and beating criminals with his fist. And your plan is to blackmail this person? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. And then Bruce Wayne actually ends up saving that guy's life. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Have you? That does speak to the character, but even in that storyline, it just proves that the best way to beat somebody who's so physically indomitable mm-hmm. as Darkseid is to do it with your mind because dark side like dark side respects a good solid plan he's tactical beyond anything he's almost himself above violence which this movie does not at all show you <laughs> by the way no at all, at all. Uh, i mean when he gets into the when he gets into the mud he tussles but before then it's almost like he abhors violence because it's so beneath him like he's like he's a god he's a new god he's a dark god but he views himself as a god and that's so beneath him in here he's more uaxis than he is dark side which speaks to his origin as a character which we won't jump into right now but the only way to beat him is with your mind unless you want to stab him in the throat which we see at at the end uh, yeah yeah
3: yeah, i was gonna say he took a pretty saucy blade
0: it's it's bad it's it's violent and it's awesome and it earns that r rating and i'm 100
2: percent on board with it I love the blood splatter. Oh, yeah.
0: So where where are we at right now? At the end of the Age of Heroes, because so that's the end just, of part two.
2: So we just got through the temple. Um, so we go to we go to the back to the person we haven't seen since the first opening scene. We go back to Aquaman. To Aquaman and and yeah. you get to see Willem Dafoe show up. God, I love him. God, I love him. I love he, Willem love Dafoe. Him.
3: He's so good. I actually like the way he looked way better than I liked him way he looked in Aquaman.
0: It does yeah, look a little
3: he different. Looks he looks. This, he looks like this um, movie is clearly before Aquaman. Like yeah, that's I don't know if this sure. is the right word, but he looks more rotted. He look. <laughs> his body is like his hand was like purplish green, and his just his long hair. His face looks uh, just like a like a rotted dead person. I guess you would say. I don't know. Like like oh,
0: rotted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess oh, what
3: did you, you think guess. I said?
0: Rod. like a rotted. rotted. No,
3: rotted, like rotting plants or okay, rotting okay. whatever food. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what rotting bodies i got gotcha. you I gotcha. decomposing b- yeah car ramrod car ramrod car ramrod um, i want a leader or cola
2: but uh yeah uh but we get to follow, and he looks he looks good and what he's i mean he's trying to convince arthur to not only take his mother's mantle but protect the box right uh because he knows what that was a straight line that was a straight line. That was I know, of-
0: I know, I know. I'm sorry. She
3: didn't start laughing until I'm you. Twelve. It. I'm
0: twelve. <laughs> that was a s- direct quote. Take your mother's mantle. Protect her box.
3: Mm. Nope. Nope. Not her. Not her box. <laughs> no. The box.
0: The mother box. The what? Bo- what?
3: Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, we've gone down the rabbit hole.
2: Yeah, we sure have. All
0: right. Let's bring it back though.
2: <laughs> but he does give um, Arthur the warning that he needs to do something about this. Like this is a danger. He's, yes. he's He's the one that should be protecting it.
3: And it's funny because when Bruce tells him about the warning, he just kind of, like, shakes it off. But like That's because he's immortal. Yeah, exactly. But when yeah. he hears it from William Defoe, he's like, oh, And not only boy.
0: is he immortal, you really dress as a bat. Yeah, yeah. he's, like, yeah. making fun of him, yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, you're crazy. But then we know from the first go-round of yeah, the he, Justice League, he kind of digs it. He digs it. By I the time it. he's yeah. got his trident and his full armor on, like, he's like – you crazy Bruce? <laughs> I love you, but you crazy, my man. Yeah, my that's
2: man. right. That's not Bruce. So I think that he says that to uh, Cyborg. Yeah, I think yeah, so. When he catches him, yeah, yeah. that's his one. Man. It has one line. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> right. Basically, <laughs> it, essentially. I mean, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then so, and then we go back to Steppenwolf at his nuclear site, and he is realizing that Earth doesn't have. Protectors. They don't have any lanterns. There's no Kry- Kryptonians here. This world is ripe for the conquering. I'm going to give you that. But again, you know how we pick out things that really
0: bother us? Let's talk about this particular dialogue scene, monologue. There's no lanterns here, clearly. You see in the great fight in ages past, there, were, there was a lantern.
2: Well, yeah, you. It's, uh, that's actually after the scene, though.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, so let's wait. Let's get to that scene, then we'll talk yeah, about
2: it. Yeah, well, because we'll, so this scene and the next one's kind of just... It almost blur. They, they just go. Yeah. So you get that scene from him, and he mentions Darkseid. Like, he actually says the name Darkseid at this point, which is the first time in the movie we've heard it. Which is awesome. It's awesome. And then you skip to Bruce and Diana, who Diana just got back from the caves, so she knows what the hell's going on. And Bruce has just and landed. Bruce has just landed, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so Diana starts describing the Age of Heroes to Bruce and what happened thousands of years ago. Like 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago to stop Darkseid. And it was the first planet to stop him from conquering and what they did and who they had. And some of the stuff they did have in those, I'm just... Dude, they made
0: Zeus look so much cooler. Zeus Zeus
2: and Ares both look cool. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get to see a lantern. You get to see Zeus and Ares. um, You get to find out how the boxes create the unity mm-hmm. and then change the world and their inhabitants become parademons, which builds his army, right. which is kind of Which cool. by so, the way.
0: I like, cause you didn't really get that. The parademons come from the unity. Yeah, no line, idea. So you just thought that they came from apocalypse.
2: Yeah. So this big mashup of scenes between the Steppenwolf stuff and the end of the part two, which is what we're just discussing brand new, like awesome content. You kind of knew that the, in the Age of Heroes, in the first Justice League, that everyone banded together to fight off Steppenwolf, right. but you didn't really see it, especially in the I mean, no no hey, no not no, in the no. Hang on, hang on, a saw
0: it, yeah. hang on, You saw it, but it was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers exactly. versus
2: Watchmen. I don't know. Yeah, like this is it was graphic. The the yeah the graphics and the visuals in this single battle scene make it. It over. was like
0: Halo versus Gears of War.
2: Yeah. So I'll let you guys break that down for uh, a quick second here.
0: All right, so listen, Matt, when I actually called you on my way, letting you know I was going to be late to the recording, you were watching this particular scene. That scene, yeah. And for someone like you who is not as well-versed in the comic books, mm-hmm. and I think you may have seen Justice League once. A long time ago, Okay, yeah. So watching the scene of the Age of Heroes go just bananas protecting <laughs> Earth from Darkseid, like, just break it down a little bit. What was the stuff you liked?
3: Uh well, I just I like action scene. Uh, I like action scenes like that, fighting scenes. I like the sequences of what they're doing. One thing I really, really, really liked was the first time you saw Darkseid. He jumps out of his uh, spaceship, whatever, and then he like takes his hand and he like digs it through the dirt and he like picks up dirt and he's just like looking at it like, eh. you know, I don't, I don't know. I just I really like that. And then I know. I'm going to kind of go off subject here, but I okay. was reminded, I this big battle scene reminded me of a lot of the battle scene in the very first Lord of the Rings when they're talking about Sauron getting his ring cut off. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big battle scenes like that. All yes. right? Now, the Lord of the Rings, we didn't get this did the, the, the depth of the battle like we did here. You in didn't the get Justice to see League. the violence. Exactly. I mean, it was sword violence, but this was like... But this battle in Justice League was unreal. I mean, and it went on, and it went on, and then... Like you said, when Darkseid took that blade to his to his shoulder neck I was just like oh I was like whoa holy cow did that uh, you know I mean oh dark yeah. about to get god yeah like I was like oh my god he can bleed you know like more than a drop do you, you know? bleed yeah all that for a drop of blood no here all that for a gallon yeah. you know I mean it's yeah he
0: I mean he bled out this was no Thanos
3: no this was uh, and it was awesome I mean just how how they did it all and like you said Zeus and Ares and the gods just everyone fighting I just it was uh I don't know. It was so cool. I really wish Justin was here because I know Justin would be talking how I am right now, just yeah. speechless because, yes, it was a very it was a very active you know fight what?
0: scene. I think he didn't show up today just so he could watch the rest of the movie. Oh, you was selfish. That's a veteran oh, move. Oh, man. That's a veteran move. Sorry, guys, my kid. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, I got to watch this movie.
3: <laughs> that's a veteran move. Well done. No, but <laughs> you're absolutely right. Like,
0: seeing the heroes band together, I think they worked...
3: It's almost like I wish they would have waited for that like towards the end of the movie like they did with Endgame when they put all the heroes in, in yeah. Avengers Assemble. When they did that, like that was a moment in a theater that I've never experienced except for once in my life. I want to experience something like that. What was like the that. other moment? That was, was that
0: just the one? That was the only one. Okay. Yeah,
3: that was the only one moment I've ever experienced like that. So I was, I want something like that out of this one, too. So if they have that where they have all the heroes come together just like that and then they just tear butt you know through yeah, so and they obviously they, they that's take, what I want to
0: see they take dark side to work but the cool thing about that scene is that you see all these they're not even heroes they're dubbed heroes but these are just people who live on earth right except like for the average green, except for the Green Lantern but they know they are fighting for their life oh yeah and they go at it and I love that's a massive army that and, repels dark side Which only brings me up to the fact that how do you go from a massive army to seven people? (laughs) Which, you know, it kind of makes me wonder, how's this going to work at the end of the film? Because they're going to have to do it again.
2: Well, I think that just brings up the point that, I mean, you go down to seven people, but over 5,000 years, man has separated themselves same as Atlanteans, same as the Amazonians. Like, they've all separated themselves. Forget about unity or anything like that like um even the queen of the muskira said the same thing like yeah man the realm of man won't know what this means because it's been five thousand years yeah and nobody
3: um, yeah nobody knows
2: yeah nobody knows what it is and even later in the film you get more backstory on some of those um i guess fractured connections and relationships
3: that that information just turns into legend nobody believes that it's any bit true anymore you know
2: exactly and it's just crazy to me that they fell so hard from i mean but 5000 years i mean a lot, a lot happens a lot
3: happens in 5000
2: years so i think uh, while crazy it, it just it still makes sense that they're so divided that one person's trying Mm-hmm. Which Batman's trying to reunite people, and yeah, not and unknowingly, good, yeah. unknowingly
3: so he's trying to reunite. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to build a team because he knows he needs people. Yeah, he knows what's coming, and he knows that without him by himself, basically they they don't stand a chance. He needs more, yeah.
2: and he doesn't even know he's got an Atlantean in front of him. He just yeah. knows, hey, this guy can control the water, and he yeah. shows up in this. On the king died here, so I'm gonna talk to him because he yeah. obviously he obviously has unnatural powers that I need help with, and he's so. obviously
3: good. He saves people, helps people, feeds right. people, does you know. So I like it to tell this guy to mind his mind the storm next time, and he grabs a bottle. He's like, "This one's on him." <laughs> yeah, it is really cool in that first scene too. I, I didn't mention I do. it earlier, but he's how, be, he's slowly becoming my favorite of the group. How how Batman
2: quickly turns it on. Um, Arthur Aquaman and starts speaking to him in the same language. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. so. I don't think that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I just love it. I don't it. think so. Um, that up, uh,
0: by the way, just to speak to that real quick, it's often said that Batman is just so overly written as way more powerful than a human should be. But in this particular movie, we're seeing Batman being the best a human could be like, he, yeah, he's obviously the representative of the world of man for this, right? Sure. So not only, like, because it's really easy to just be a cynical human being who watches the news, uh, and then you see these fantastical worlds of Amazonians, Atlans, Kryptonians, and then you're like, oh, yeah, man, Pff, yeah. douches. But then you see Batman, and he's like, I mean, like, I know my stuff. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. what's going on.
2: You know, they do a good job, and I don't know how much you guys got into um, some of the battle but like the battle looked good. And we the, did. We, we did get into the yeah. battle,
0: but we didn't get into any notes on the bell. We talked yeah. about how it was super dope when Side caught a blade with his neck. Yeah, that I, was I pretty liked, awesome. I just that liked the, was so. I liked the sick. thank you rated R. Yes,
3: <laughs> I, I definitely like the sequences of how they did the attacking, how he actually filmed it. How what if it was CGI? Obviously CGI. Yeah. But yes. I mean, it just the whole sequence of how they did that battle. was So really Matt likened
0: awesome. it to. One of the original battles in Lord of the Rings where Sauron loses the ring.
3: Yeah, the first movie, the big battle scene. You know, it's now you didn't get a I, long battle in that I movie. I mean that was
2: the Age of Heroes in Lord of the Rings. So yeah, I mean that makes sense. I, I, I agree mean with that it. was the that was their thing. That was when they were connected, which is kinda crazy that we're talking about Lord of the Rings, which was written in nineteen thirty Really quick. Yeah.
0: You know you know how Matt you're always like, I don't know, like you guys know. To make that connection to Lord of the Rings was something that hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah, it's the same thing, dude. It's, yeah,
3: that's what it reminded. They're me. talking about an
2: age of man um, that was before their time, and then uh, they're gonna. I mean, in this movie, I assume they're gonna reconnect just like they did in the original Justice League. They're gonna or reconnect just like they did in uh, Batman vs Superman.
0: Right. All of a sudden, at the end, you get your three. You get the, the Trinity.
2: Right. Well, and, and in this case, it's a large army of all three sides. Mass. It's not army. just. It's not just the Trinity of one two three like the leaders of the groups it's it's everybody behind them also
0: well which is really interesting though because in the original age of heroes you have no kryptonians right not not seen but you do have the old gods yeah but this is the thing that bothers me when steppenwolf says there are no kryptonians here to protect us does he not know that the planet was destroyed
2: well, it's possible that he's seen them in other planets because well, he's a conqueror of multiple worlds. Okay, hang wounds. on a second, though. Oh, yeah, Krypton's yeah. destroyed. Krypton and is, but there are the, the people. Hang on a second.
0: The only reason you would note a, Krypton, a Kryptonian is powerful is if they weren't under a red sun. And traditionally, Kryptonians are xenophobic. They don't want to go into space. There are a race of Kryptonians who do venture out and end up colonizing another plant. Their names are Daxamites. And they are Kryptonians who are allergic to lead. There is a great story... Uh, called the Great Darkness Saga, which is a Legion of Superhero storyline where Darkseid does take over Daxam, which is essentially Kryptonians, and he empowers them and can damn near take over the universe because he has a bunch, a whole planet of supermen under his beck and heel. So, yes, maybe they experience Kryptonians, but I think for the extent of this film, them saying there's no Kryptonian, no Kryptonians here. Kind of makes me wonder. One, are they somewhat responsible for the destruction of Krypton? Two, dude, they don't know what the hell Clark's been doing unless they're watching the planet,
2: which I doubt because if they had, they just showed up before well, Clark showed up. It's possible they just assume there's no Kryptonians there because they didn't see one yet.
0: But then there's not the Age of
2: heroes. They also, but they don't, but even. Like i I know I'm, I'm not picking here, so I'm not going to go too far because I've seen more of the movie. So I'm not going, I'm not going to dive into any other details that I'm, I might know. But,
0: but you might be privy to. Yes, I'm not,
2: but I will. I, I, am not going to say anything outside of I hate what. The, what I part? Hate
0: John knowing more than me on a
2: language. Do it to two mouth.
0: Comic but movie. I'll just, I'll just say like what <laughs> uh,
2: part two gave us was, yeah. They hadn't seen one yet. And I think Steppenwolf, in his eyes, a Kryptonian would have made themselves known by now in the movie because they would have been present. Of what was going on.
0: I think that's why. It would have been somewhere. Or they Yeah, would have been somewhere. Okay, I will agree with you with
3: that. So the first Kryptonian to Earth was Superman, correct? Yes. So that first battle was 5,000 years ago?
0: No Kryptonians present.
3: No Kryptonians were anywhere around. Which yep.
0: this is interesting because and technically
3: Krypton was still around
0: five thousand years ago. Krypton yeah. existed. Yeah. Krypton was actually probably in its heyday.
2: What? There's just so much. <laughs> I really? can't wait for you guys to get really. To
0: like... They go that far oh, into. They it? Go, oh,
2: okay. Well, so I now, can't wait. You guys.
0: Oh my I need God. to. I
3: need to watch sucks, like dude. part okay, two. So that's what I'm saying I, we're I,
0: calling this recording. I gotta
3: yeah, go watch. this I gotta stuff. go watch yeah. this too. <laughs> you just. Do they really bring back Krypton? I'm not, No, don't answer it.
2: I'm not going to answer anything. Yeah, I'm just saying like, there is more to that uh, piece of the story specifically that they finally explain more of, and it is exciting to see. Okay.
0: Wait a minute. So is this the moment that really brings you up from the 6 out of 10 level that you were talking about yes. early in the film? Okay. okay. Yeah, there's a
2: couple scenes that happen specifically in part – Three? So three, or four. Well, the end of I'm part in the, two. I'm in the in the, the end of part two really brings it. The end of part two brings it up, brings of it of three up. Three right now. Three is really good. Um, let's see here. Yeah, three. Uh, oh, and then four. Four is
3: when it goes. Okay, so I gotta I gotta okay. watch the rest of okay. three and four tonight. Fine, I've I got gotta, about an hour man.
0: and a half left to get into the, where John's yeah. at. Yeah. Okay. I might just turn it on while I edit the podcast and get it published. Tonight. <laughs> you should. <laughs> All right. So next thing, uh, just coming up real quick. I think we should probably move on so far to the end of chapter two. Mm-hmm. What's our overall feel so far. And I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Because Matt is typically the guy who looks to us for, you know, however he feels about it. I'm going to let you start because I feel like yours is a more accepting worldview. view.
3: Okay, well, in all honesty, I'm going to grade it like I would a, a high school paper. I'm going to give it a 78%. It's not quite 80%. Just based on what you've seen just so far. Just based on what I've seen okay. so far. Wait a minute. Right? Wait a minute. What because just- the best parts that I've seen so far are all the action fighting. All right, I feel like there was some slow parts in there. There's a lot of this. There's a lot mean- of dragon parts. There's- you mean you're not
0: going to give it? There's a ninety five percent based on the lady singing when Aquaman goes swimming.
3: Ninety five percent terrible, maybe. <laughs> fair, um, but no, there is. There's some slow parts to this. Uh, the first two parts of this movie, um, it was just a little bit too much slow for me. You know what I'm saying? I know they're building and they're setting things up and they're giving you the backstory and they're what you know, whatever what not. But I just I felt like yeah, I just want a little more. Uh, it's okay, still great. Fair. It's it's fair. Had not quite eighty percent to me though. So I'd give it a C
0: plus. Even seeing Wonder Woman again. A-plus all the way. Eight, okay. All right. <laughs> all
2: right. John, I'm going to go at you next, buddy. What, uh,
0: so far from what you've seen.
2: So through part two, it was definitely like, a, for me, it was like a hard 6 out of 10. I'm better than the first Justice League, probably doubled up. So you're, Uh like, in the
3: D category, like 60%. Yeah, I mean, I
2: wasn't super impressed through the first two acts. I think uh, there was some things I... I wasn't really either. There was things I liked. I did love the Age of Heroes, the final scenes, and I I, I loved seeing uh, the new Steppenwolf. I think part of it, too, for me, and maybe this is just because where the bias comes from, is I saw the first Justice League. So... See rewatching some scenes, even though there was additions to them or some, I mean, it didn't do anything for me because I've already seen it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. I think that may, might be where the six out of 10 was coming from. If I would have seen this for the first time, I probably would have said it's a little slow, but the action stuff they showed me was really cool. And I'd probably give it a higher rating. The movie okay. would probably already be over by the time I was watching it also. So, okay. um, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yes. it, it wouldn't have been, there's no way even, even if, Snyder did the whole movie the first time. It wouldn't have been four hours long. Yeah, there's yeah.
0: no way they get even if they released a uh, director's cut afterwards. Yeah,
3: still not. You're maybe three hours. Right, right. Can I add one thing real quick? Because I would say a plus on the music, the music behind everything that they've got playing. They got a good soundtrack. Soundtrack so far to me, for me, my opinion, a plus. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you there. No, you're good.
2: I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that was it for me. I mean, I, I touched you that earlier today when you were like, "What are you thinking so far?" And I'm like, honestly, like. I'm not overly impressed. It's better, but I'm not. I'm not overly impressed. And then, 20 minutes after I sent that text, I would retract it. So,
0: right, which is incredible. But I'm not quite to that scene yet.
2: Yeah. Um, so for me,
0: I know I've referenced a lot of comic book storylines so far. Um, so from what I've seen, based and I'm going purely versus the original version that we saw released in theaters much improved i don't know that i can give the whole thing so far an eight out of ten um you know there there are things that really bring it up for me the redesign of steppenwolf actually in the film it plays when i was watching some of the trailers i was like that looks a, a bit much but seeing him in action on screen in the film he looks good.
2: That arrow scene, like Matt said. That other, arrow scene yeah. awesome. is so like, good. Oh, just take it, take it, take it, snap. Snap. Yeah. Armor takes it's it. It's like he yeah. just flexed just um, his whole body and just
3: snapped all the arrows. I, I, so cool. I
0: dig that redesign. So by, cool. Um,
3: it's it's all spiky, too. Like I would not want to give that guy a like, hug.
0: Like the destroyer armor, which is even better. Like if it was dipped in crystal meth. Um, <laughs> it looks cool. So Steppenwolf's redesign is a massive improvement for me. Uh, One of the things in this movie that really, out of the gate, before the movie even started, maybe like a month ago when we saw these trailers, just the pure inclusion of Darkseid at all, I don't care if it was a cameo, would have made this leaps and bounds better for me over the original. To have him actively take part in the film, to be the main catalyst, or I'm sorry, antagonist in the age of heroes battle instead of steppenwolf is huge to me it's, it's all the things i wanted with new gods being involved but instead of being you know just having to take a back seat in a watered down version with steppenwolf i get the big bad of the dc universe and that's huge to me so for me personally this even what i've seen so far is already far and above what i got Uh, So I'm really excited. However, just for scene for scene, technical stuff, the breakdown of things, uh, I really think that the storytelling is improved. The extra length really helps out the story. Some of it could be boring.
2: The four-minute song where I was like, why are we doing this? And that uh, was following the opening credit when you were just like, "Why yeah. are we?" I, I get that we're in the mountains. I don't need to see the mountains. Like, just yeah, let's and, let's get going. So, like our, the first ten minutes, we're just like, "Man, yeah, this is what we're in for." Like
3: they 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 showed Bruce I saw the hour. The I
2: saw the hour of music. Like I I saw it. I got <laughs> it.
3: So
0: for me personally, it's I'm not even that far into the Snyder cut. I'm not even into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, but. From what I've seen so far and the additions on, on Justice League, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to give this – I'm going to give it the hard seven from what I've got, whereas the original would have gotten uh, five or six uh, from this point. Um, and I look forward to having my mind further changed on, you know, chapter three, four, five, all the way up through six. Um, I'm very much looking forward to watching the rest of this film. And I'm very much looking forward to following it up, being mind blown, and then just starting uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. So this weekend for me is stacked. I don't know about you guys. Uh, th- this is a great weekend to be a lot A lot of golf for me. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> it's nice you better player. show up when we it's put nice together <laughs> the kids play place. I'll be there. I swear to God, because we gotta get drunk. That's together. another daddy issue yeah, we'll that's talk about another episode. I can I'm sure hold we'll the have da- stories on the. I next. can hold a mean
3: flashlight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I can't wait to in drop. This, I can't the wait sun, to drop a the screwdriver
0: day. and and be yelled at uh, by not my dad. So this should be fun.
3: But anyway, I can I can hold a mean flashlight in the daylight?
0: So for all of, I'm gonna drop omega beams on someone if they yell at me. To my <laughs> <flashlight>, I swear. <laughs> Anyway, go
3: inside.
0: <laughs> so for all of us here at the Galactic Dad Show, save for the one person who should be the most excited to be here, just still losing his mind over it. Justin, <coughs> Justin, 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 where are you at? You know what? Just, you know what? Yeah, you, was after, it good? Or,
2: guys, well, <laughs> you know, that's what he's what he's doing uh, right now. He didn't go to uh, podcast tonight uh, so he can watch it.
0: Oh, it was good. I liked it. Here's what we're going to do real quick. Because of your behavior this evening, you have been resorted to. Intern Justin again.
3: Boom. That's where you're at. (laughs) Not luscious anymore, buddy.
0: No, no. He was really excited. And then he was like, oh, I can't make it today. And I was like. But hopefully he can come back uh, to us with a full-blown review, which is, yeah, it was good. It was really good. And we look forward to hearing that. So, good stuff. We give him a lot of uh, crap because he's not here and he should be, but we miss him.
3: Yes, we do. I was just excited to see his excitement for this movie. Yeah. That's all I really wanted to see. Yeah,
0: yeah you popped the tent to see his tent. I like it. Damn right. I'm also really excited. Keep it in the family. I'm t- Oh, God. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to Florida Man. Blue flag. I'm talking, no, that's that's plan. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to Florida Man. Yeah. Because uh, I think he'll have a lot of really good insights. He thinks about film and stuff uh, in a lot more intrinsic way than we do naturally. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk to him about it as well. Nice. However, all of that being said, I think it is time for us to move on. Uh, I think we're going to do some dad jokes. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you over there pulling them up?
2: Oh, yeah. I could be. I could maybe, I could maybe, maybe it'll cost you, cost you a few jokes. I'll just say I am on an appropriate list again.
0: Could you get on a not so appropriate list? Maybe think about it, think about it as we pull them up. Let's. By the way, if you guys really enjoy jokes, our last Patreon After Hours exclusive episode was nothing but Chuck Norris jokes. So, <laughs> I mean,
2: we had a good time with it. They I were, was, it was surprisingly, they were really, really good, good
0: time. <laughs> they were really good. Um, and we love to post those Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, so if you guys want to hear really funny, unedited stuff where we just let all of the words fly. Uh, You should definitely check that out, patreon.com slash Dads. But, uh, gentlemen, if you are ready, let's launch into the first dad joke of the evening.
3: Well, I quit my job as a treadmill tester. I just felt like I wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) Did you have that one pulled up? (laughs) No, but it's good. No, no, that is good. That's Uh, good. (laughs) They
2: used to be called jumpelines. Until your mom jumped on one back in 1972.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Oh my god! You told
0: me to find inappropriate. No, 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 no. Ever. I like it. I like it. Keep them coming. Hey, I taught my pet wolf how to meditate. Now he's a werewolf. <laughs> like a good neighbor,
3: stay over there. <laughs> What do you call a priest who becomes a lawyer? Father-in-law.
0: Mhm mhm. I asked my dad why he decided to buy a boat. He said there was a sale.
3: <laughs> Instead of a swear jar, I have a negativity jar. Every time I have a pessimistic thought, I put a dollar in it. It's half empty. <laughs>
2: I dig, you dig, we dig, he dig, she dig, they dig. It's not a beautiful poem, but it's really deep. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you
0: call a knife that cuts four loaves of Irish bread at once? A four loaf clove- cleaver? <laughs> <Hush. laughs> nope. What do you call a knife that cuts four loaves of Irish bread at once? A four-loaf cleaver.
3: What do you call a polar bear in the jungle?
2: Lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> why, uh, why did Sally fall off the swing? Oh, my gosh. She has no arms. Oh. Knock, knock.
0: Who is there? Not Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, my God. That was a right and a left. <laughs> Not from Sally, but yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's bring this one back to a more wholesome level. What's the highest rank in
3: the popcorn army? Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> when a woman is giving birth, she is literally kidding. Ha, <laughs>
0: save that one for your next kid and the oh, I, I guarantee it goes over well Hey, speaking of which my wife is thinking of leaving me because of my obsession with poker I'm pretty sure she's bluffing
3: <laughs> I'll raise the stakes <laughs> I got the words jacuzzi and yakuza confused now I'm in hot water with the Japanese mafia <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good I'll keep it innocent A platypus walks into a bar owned by a duck. He finishes his drink and asks for the check. Duck, build platypus.
3: (laughs) My wife screamed, you haven't listened to a single word I've said, have you? What a weird way to start a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead,
0: Jedi John. No, no. Please? All right, fine, I'll take the next one. A priest, a pastor... And a rabbit entered a clinic to donate blood. The nurse asked the rabbit, "What's your blood type?" "I'm oh, probably a typo," said the rabbit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rabbi. <laughs> uh,
2: how good are you at PowerPoint? Me, I excel at it. Boss, was that a Microsoft Office pun? Me, word, <laughs> word.
0: <clears throat> Did you hear about the mermaid who liked math? She wore an algae bra.
3: <laughs> My wife asked me if I wanted to watch Batman Forever on Netflix. I said, <laughs> no, just for a couple hours. Fair, fair.
0: <laughs> in the old days, excessive use of commas was considered to be a serious crime, it always resulted in a long sentence.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Social distancing has been particularly stressful for the flat earth society. I think we've said this one before. They fear such measures will push someone over the edge.
1: Mm,
0: Indeed. Indeed. What's a clam do on his birthday? He celebrates. (laughs) (laughs) You want to finish this off over there, Uh. big guy?
3: I don't have one right now. Uh, no, no. Here, I can, I can find one. Let's just choose this one right here. My wife and I had a huge argument as to who turn whose turn it was to do the laundry. Eventually, I folded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It wasn't that funny. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone it. loves it. Everyone likes it's it. Been, Appreciate yeah, it. Laughing harder, laughing harder over there. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to take us towards the end of the episode. However, uh, if you are a big fan of the show and you are looking for ways to support it, you can always, first and foremost, find whatever platform you're listening to us uh, and rate and review us. Uh, A rating is good. Five stars, obviously, because you love the show. But if you leave any review, that helps us out as well, Uh, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It's a big, big, big help. Uh, if you would love to support the show financially, because we are all of course, broke dads looking for ways to make a buck, then you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash galactic dads. There are several, uh, pledge level tiers that are available for you. A lot of those tiers include wonderful things like access to our written reviews, recipes from laser Eric's barbecue, which yeah, if you're missing out on that, you are honestly I would love we need to have another Black Dad's barbecue day where he cooks for all of us again. You missed out. Never
3: had one. <laughs> what are you talking? You were at the last barbecue. You- no, I was in Oregon. He's gone.
0: Oh, <laughs> sucker! You missed out. You played golf, sucker. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So you can definitely check out written reviews on comic books. Yeah, um, a lot of uh, you can see all of our show note agendas and uh, get access to exclusive Patreon only episodes. Uh, which are, as we mentioned before, the after hours unedited episodes.
3: What? You know, Eric, you should just barbecue at the con. Just like smoke a bunch of meat and have a bunch of barbecue going. I think there's something about fires indoors. Ah, screw that stuff. The, the, <laughs> I think there's something about food safety and, and uh, you have to have a. Permit, he's clean. Uh, Give it out at a
2: place. Uh,
0: we should. We could. We could tailgate before and after this. Tailgate would be acceptable. There yeah.
3: we go. He's clean. He's got sanitizer. Yeah, he's it clean. Would, I've been you know, to his house. I. He I'd brushes eat. his teeth. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm.
2: Just, I'm just thinking that uh, the place we're serving it at wouldn't appreciate us. <laughs> yeah, doing that since they have a session stands. That might. Oh, not,
3: they got food there. Oh, that, that also that. might
2: not get us
0: invited back to the next con, <laughs> which I think we're looking to make this a regular thing. I'm looking to travel. I am too uh but we'll get into that in subsequent episodes because we've got big plans for that. Yeah, I do have massive plans for that.
2: But uh quad cons in multiple cities and again if you want to come out and check us out March 28th, 10 to 4 in St. Charles at the Olympia Event Center. Um super awesome place right off Main Street. Uh, it's technically on 2nd Street, I think. It is technically. Um, but uh, it's right down the street from the foundry, so if you want to come check us out, we'll be live broadcasting there. Um, we'll probably do some Facebook live stuff. Yeah. Hey, listen, we'll have you on the show for a little bit. We'll ask a few fan-related questions, probably covering some one division stuff. And by that time, we'll have Winter Soldier, Soldier and the Falcon stuff to cover, along with, hey, what do you think about? Uh, Snyder cut so much more in-depth yeah we'll have all kinds of good topics to talk to fans about while we're there so we might get a few people on the podcast hasn't been on before
0: and who knows we might get some randos on the podcast that are really into comics and i could you know shoot the shoot the ish with them and i look forward to that i'm sure there's some vendors you can just pull over i cannot wait (laughs) uh also um by the way we were talking about the patreon definitely go hit that up that gives you the chance to get your hands on some sweet galactic dad swag We're talking t-shirts, hats, hoodies, uh, stickers, and access to those exclusive shows. However, if you are part of the I Love You 3000 level or the level right below that, which is our producer level, you get your name mentioned on every single podcast. And because we love those um, Patreon subscribers, I'm going to start off. Right after I swallow my spit in this beer, uh, I'm going to say that the OG, the original That is Keith Jefferson. He's the first patron, and he came right out of the gate at the producer level. He is a self-described geek, a cosplaying dad. The guy is honestly one of the best supporters of the show that I could have asked for, Um, and he definitely deserves being shout-out every episode. So, Keith Jefferson, we really appreciate you. Then we'll go ahead and move on to our other producer level.
2: Yep. Rob Ryan.
0: Yeah, thank you for taking that, because you know I
2: love it. Yeah, I know it. Uh, Rob Ryan, great guy. Great. uh, Thank you for all your support. Um, Congratulations on putting some offers in, uh, well, an offering on uh, a new condo. So congratulations. Dude's making big moves. Yeah. Good Good for him. Yeah, it's great for him. And uh, so congratulations on that. And then, uh, you know, thanks for all your support.
0: Really appreciate that. And then after that, we hit up our good friend Special K. Special K has uh, definitely jumped up in his support. He's now part of the I Love You 3000 group, um, which is the echelon of our support level. By the way, there are only 10 of those slots available. Three of them have been taken. So if you want to be on the very tip top of the Patreon supporters, definitely go check that out quickly. Uh, If you are like Special K, you are an awesome dad. You are a super geek. Uh, Definitely hitting up Star Wars Celebration every year being deeply involved in that and working with the Galactic Dads behind the scenes to make the show even better, uh, even being on the podcast from the last QuadCon, which is huge. Uh, so Special K, we really appreciate you, and I love the way that you school Jedi John uh, and the important sports he cares about, such as golf and bowling. So I really appreciate that, and you deserve a huge shout-out. But that doesn't mean he's the only one that gets one. Next up, we have probably one of the biggest members of the show, uh, Jai John, you want to you wanna cover TK? I'm
2: terrible at his number. So.
0: Oh, help me out, buddy. Yes, TK. All right, TK. <laughs> so TK is going to hit us up on the fact checker because I don't have the agenda in front of me with his actual number. Uh, but he is a member of the 501st. And TK is a huge member of the Galactic Dads podcast. Not only as one of the first members of the, no, the first member of the I Love You 3000 tier. Uh, but he is also uh, behind the Galactic Dads Fact Checker Twitter handle. And if you check him out on Instagram, he's going to let you know that Brickin' ain't easy. The guy, honestly, is what I aspire to be five years ago before I had kids. Uh, just incredible. TK-31788 of the 501st. Perfect. That is right. We want to make sure we get that in there. Thank you, production mat, making welcome. sure that happens. Uh, but TK is probably... One of my favorite people, if I'm being honest, the guy hits me up with ideas for content all the time and is responsible for a lot of the craziness that you see on our socials. Uh, So if nothing else, he deserves a massive thank you. Uh, If you're ever looking to play bocce ball, he might know a place or two. So you could definitely hit him up on his Instagram handles or Twitter handles as well. And then lastly, that leaves the latest addition to the I Love You 3000 Club, and that is at Joe President. Uh, Joe is, I mean, he's the guy I met my very first trip to C2E2.
2: He's really not that cool. Like, he's not cool. I don't know. And not like at all. So I mean, he's not cool at all.
0: He's, <laughs> he's not the guy that dressed as Darth Bane uh, in dual-wielded cosplay from Batman and Star Wars at the last C2E2 that we were able to attend. Uh, he's not a guy with a couple of kids of his own and his wife. Uh, he's definitely not a guy who loves comics and has a massive Batman tattooed on his back. It's huge. Uh, he's like, I it don't know. It almost sounds unreal. It, is he, this a real
2: it, person? He's
0: He exists because he's Joe President. I know uh, he does. He's a good guy. He's a great dude. He's one of my uh, favorite people to talk to about anything comic related. And he also, this is the first time I'm saying it, the man responsible behind the comic shop couch podcast which you guys should definitely check out as well um but really honestly all of our producer level friends and our i love you 3000 level friends you have definitely earned this round of applause because we cannot do this show without your support and we truly appreciate you so enjoy this much deserved applause thanks guys thank you so much thank you All right, guys, and that takes us to me accidentally starting that with my elbow. <laughs> but anyway, all right, guys, so thank you very much. That takes us to the end of the episode, and this is where we tell you that Uh, very much thank you. As we say cheers and drink our beers, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Rate, review us on whatever platform you're checking us out on. Uh, tell your friends about us. Share the show wherever you can. It does us a lot of good when you do that, and We would love for you to consider being members of our Patreon.com slash Galactic Dads page. Uh, Just a little bit of cash will get you some sweet physical rewards from the get-go, and the rewards only get better as they go up. So definitely check us out. But uh, again, as we finish these beers, thank you, everybody, and keep on doing the dad thing.